Welcome to The Practice, a podcast dedicated to unpacking the challenges and joys of being human in this unprecedented time. Each episode will delve into a different aspect of the practice of living with the goal of leaving you empowered to go out into the world as your best self embodied. Hello, everyone, and as always, thank you so much for taking the time and energy to tune in today. I'm your host, Brooke Davidson, and today I am talking about a topic that I think is particularly relevant as the new year approaches, daily movement. So many of us want to have daily movement as part of our, well, daily routines, and so often we struggle to make that happen. Or maybe we make it happen for a while and it slowly falls apart and we're left thinking, oh, what went wrong this time? Why can I not make this a pattern? So today I'm here to talk with you about that. But before I even jump into some strategies that you can use to create a sustainable daily movement habit, I want to first talk about the motivation behind building habits in general. So A lot of times when we build a habit, we build one because we want some certain outcome. And if you've been practicing mindfulness for long or listening to this podcast for long, then you probably know where I'm headed with this. And it's that building anything based off of a desired outcome is more or less setting yourself up for failure because we cannot guarantee an outcome. We just cannot. And so many times our outcomes come from a place of a skewed perspective. So especially as it relates to movement and exercise, often we strive for a certain weight and what is weight really? And how can we possibly know what, if we're being healthy or if we're being punitive or et cetera, when making that goal. Additionally, If we're striving for a certain outcome, any single step along the way, other than that step that gives us that specific outcome, is a failure, right? And we might not necessarily internalize it as a failure, but we're telling ourselves, if we're saying, this is where I want to be, every single moment in getting there that's not there is falling short of that goal. And so I want to share with you A really powerful quote from James Clear. He has a book called Atomic Habits. I highly recommend it if you would like to experiment with yourself in setting up more nourishing habits in your life. It's a very science-based and really workable text. And in this book, he says, many people begin the process of changing their habits by focusing on what they want. This leads to outcome-based habits. The alternative is to build identity-based habits. With this approach, we start by focusing on who we wish to become. All right, so focusing on who instead of what. I just love this because, of course, it falls in line beautifully with yoga philosophy, but also it just allows for greater success. So let me give you an example. If in my yoga practice... I want to stand on my hands. Every single day I show up on my mat and I'm unable to stand on my hands with control in the center of the room is falling short, right? I'm constantly striving. I'm reaching for something and just not getting it. If instead 
I'm focusing on being a yogi, focusing on having this practice as a daily part of my life because I believe it's nourishing, because I believe it's worth it, then every day I show up on my mat, I'm succeeding, independent of whether I even try to stand on my hands or not. Right now, that's a big difference, especially if we're trying to make a habit stick. Because we truly work better off of positive reinforcement. And so every time we show up and we're able to focus on who we are and maintaining this identity of who we are, we have success as compared to focusing on an outcome where, I mean, maybe I'll never be able to stand on my hands in the middle of the room. I don't want to go through my life feeling like a failure because of that. If instead I focus on just building a habit of a yoga practice because I believe in it, because I want it to be part of who I am as a person, then every day I show up and I have a successful moment, right? So I know this is a little bit of a tangent in regards to talking about strategies to make habits stick, but at the same time, I don't really think it's a tangent because this motivation, this how we show up as we're trying to build a habit really does matter. It's what makes a difference between a habit that quickly fades and one that stays around. So as I move into the next portion of this show, I'm going to talk a little bit about what concrete strategies each of us can use to make a sustainable habit and specifically as it pertains to making daily movement a part of our lives on a daily basis. So first things first, find something you enjoy. Find a movement that you like, and maybe you still kind of dread showing up to that movement, but you know that while you're doing it, you enjoy it. It feels good in your body, right? We're never going to make a habit of something that feels bad in our bodies. I mean, I guess you could make a habit of it, but it's not going to be something that you feel inspired by. So find a movement pattern that feels good, whether it be yoga or swimming or weightlifting, running, going for walks with your dogs, something that feels generally good in your body. The next thing that you can do is figure out what time of day works best for you. Now, this one's a little bit tricky because, for example, I am a morning workout person. I love to get my movement done in the mornings. However, that's not always a very feasible option for me. I have to be to work by 7.15 in the morning, and I'm not enough of a morning person to get up at, you know, 5 a.m. and get in a nice workout. Um, And so oftentimes if I try to work out in the mornings, I just feel rushed, and I don't feel like I got in a very quality set of movement. So time of day can be really helpful. You can figure out when your body likes to be moving best. However, we do need to maybe have some flexibility with that because we might not always be able to meet it given our outside structures and demands. That being said, if there is a time of day that works for you, if you're an evening person and you don't work in the evenings and you have that time available, then awesome. Allow yourself to make that part of the pattern, allowing a specific time every day for that movement. The next thing is to set up for yourself a method of accountability. 
Now this can look really different. So for example, part of my accountability during the weekdays is that I teach yoga classes. There are a lot of days where I know I would not be doing my daily movement if not for the fact that I was teaching and I kind of have to show up and do my movement, especially with Zoom yoga. I'm, I'm moving fully along with my students. So if you are a movement teacher of any sort, then you kind of have that built in. You're maybe not a movement teacher though. What can you do there? Well, maybe paying for a gym membership really helps you stay accountable. Again, it's COVID, maybe you're not going to the gym. Maybe there's an online platform though. Personally, I find that live classes are really helpful to me, especially with a teacher that I know because I am communicating with them to get the Zoom link and they are expecting me to show up. And so even if I don't really feel like moving, if I've committed to an online live Zoom class, I'm definitely going to show up. Another strategy is to have some good music to move to. This might seem kind of superfluous, but oh my gosh, it can be so impactful. You get on a good playlist, something that you want to move to, and your body's going to take over. If you've put on some comfy clothes and set yourself up in a place where your body has the time and it has the space to move right then, you put on some good music and it'll probably happen for you. So there are lots of good playlists out there. If you're on, you know, Spotify, for example, you can look up certain playlists or you can build your own. Uh, for me, I really love just putting on, you know, one of my top playlists and wiggling it out. And before long, even though I told myself, okay, I just need to step onto the mat for five minutes today, pretty soon an hour passes because I'm carried away by the music. The next thing that you can do is allow yourself any amount of time, any amount of time. So that could mean five minutes. That could be five minutes of intentional movement. It could be two hours. It's really not as important how long you move so much as you're moving every day. So that I think is what helps make this habit really sustainable is that you're not pushing yourself to a certain limit. You're not saying, oh, I have to have an hour. And then today you think, oh gosh, I don't really have time for that. And so I guess I'll just skip it, right? If you tell yourself, hey, five minutes is enough. You always have time for five minutes of movement every single day of your life. I promise you. So you can allow yourself five minutes of mindful movement. Maybe that's just doing one type of movement. Maybe it's doing a couple different movements back and forth, but no matter what it is, if you tell yourself that it's okay to just move for five minutes, it's going to make it a lot more doable on a day-to-day -day basis. The final thing that I will suggest here is that after any movement, you give yourself a moment to intentionally say thank you to yourself for showing up. This might sound silly if you're not used to this practice. You might be like, uh, what? Why? However, it can be a really simple way to build this habit. If after every single time you do something, you give yourself just a second to close your eyes, maybe, maybe you have your hands on your heart, maybe you have your hands on your legs, just sending yourself some love though can really be a fabulous way to encourage yourself to keep showing up 
to keep coming back to this space and really to keep the habit growing. So ultimately, a lot of building a daily movement pattern stems from showing up with the correct intention. And I don't mean correct as in right or wrong. I just mean correct for you intention, which hopefully is more about who you want to be rather than a specific accomplishment that you hope to achieve. And then from there, building in some structures that allow you to enjoy this time of movement. Maybe it's a playlist, maybe it's a certain time of day, methods of holding yourself accountable, whether that be attending live classes in person or via Zoom, um, paying money for a subscription service or for a membership that allows you to maybe motivate yourself more to show up. Additionally, I mean, you can always reach out to just people in your life and say, hey, let's hold each other accountable to working out and let's be very honest with each other. Make sure it happens every day. It's a great way to build a friendship and build a habit. And ultimately, making sure that you find some movement that you enjoy doing and thank yourself every single time you show up. With that combination of things, you should be able to really build a habit that is not only what you desire, but what nourishes you on a deeper level. As always, if you have questions, comments, anything that you want to throw out there, please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to talk with you about this. Thank you and goodbye. To follow along with my work, you can find me on Instagram at brook underscore being. If you're interested in contacting me for a private yoga or life coach consult, please send an inquiry to brookdavidsonyoga at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.